Hello Kryptonauts and welcome back to another episode of Cryptocurrency Chat. Today we have a fresh update from Sean Neal regarding DynamoCoin. There's been a lot going on so this is one of those awesome, awesome updates that gives you a whole insight of what just happened in the past few weeks. It's unbelievable how much has been updated on DynamoCoin. So on today's podcast we have 90G60, we had AO, CDM, CTCD, Dayless, Godlike, and of course my co-host Jake Jabrelli, and Vincent, and of course Sean Neal. With that said, sit back, relax, and enjoy the episode. Make sure to like, subscribe, and check us out on Discord and YouTube. With that said, enjoy. Hey, Cryptonauts, this is Jake Jabberelli of Jabberelli.com. Just a bunch of referral links. Welcome to the latest episode of Cryptocurrency Chat. Today, we will be talking about DynamoCoin with Sean Neal, the creator. we got a lot of topics, so how you doing today, Sean? How's it going? Well, I'm glad, glad to have you here. We have a lot of topics. We're, a lot of things have been happening with uh, Dynamo as of late. Uh, it's been making uh, progress with leaps and bounds. It is it is getting bigger and bigger and bigger, and I can't even imagine how big it's going to get, but I really hope it goes to 200 minimum. <laughs> um, we're going to be talking about pools, uh, the exchanges we're on, uh, the listing services that have just been approved, and any new members in the Dynamo server. So uh, let's go into pools first, because I know I've been participating with that in particular, and I kind of want to talk about what, what uh, Daskooch has been doing on that. I don't know if he's listening, but I just hope his ears are burning. Um, <laughs> because he's been owning the pools as of late. <laughs> yeah. So um, I developed, a, you know, I developed the first pool just again, as a proof of concept. Um, we, um, we started to have uh, just so many miners out there that um, the solo mining became too, you know, too difficult for some of the smaller people, which was again, really the antithesis of what I wanted this to be. You know, I, I want this to be something that everyone can participate in. Even if it's at a small level, um, you know, I don't want people to be, to, uh, you know, to, to be locked out. So, um, so I decided to to go ahead and write a pool um, that wasn't on the uh, wasn't on the plan anywhere. But um, uh, uh, you know, I felt like again, you know, I think just in general, um, a lot of my plan was to foster the mining community in the beginning because um, you know that that gives you that not only a base of technical people, but a base of people who are going to create liquidity for the rest of the investment community once you start to get a name. And it gives you a great social base of people who are, who are self-interested and incentivized to, to say, you know, hey, this thing is a great thing because they're holding a whole bunch of coins. And, you know, the more that they say this is a great thing, the more other people will come and give us, uh, you know, give us money. So, um, so that, that was part of my, my plan was to really cater to the mining community. Um, so I had to put together a pool. I did something quick and dirty. Um, there was a bunch of issues with it. It was the first time I had ever written a mining pool, obviously. Um, and so a couple of days ago, I just made a bunch of refinements to it. The main one being um, the ability to uh, put coins on the side so to speak, so that if you don't have a minimum, we have a minimum payout. Um, because what was happening was for for some people who had a very low hash rate, 
um, they weren't getting enough of a percentage of the pool to even cover the transaction fee, which right now it stands at 1,000 atoms or you know, 0.00001 dynamo. Um, and so that transaction was failing and it was just failing and not paying them at all. So, um, so I had to create a whole system of queuing payments, this minimum payment due. And then I just had a sort of uh, um, user interface uh, uh, quality of life enhancements, like all the settings were hard coded in the code. So I put them all into a JSON file um, and I fixed a couple of bugs and everything else. So that that's was the that's the version two that's been running, I think, since well, Sunday or uh, Saturday or whenever I put it out there. Yep. Yeah, no, I've been participating and keeping an eye on on the uh, on the chat channel to see what, what everybody's participating and what they're saying about it. And it's really great to see it. And we had pool two go up and pool two pool one. But I, I'm pretty sure M had said he was going to use your code and build his own. I hope other people are building their own just out of your code, so we can get, get more pool comp competition. We can't want just Absolutely. one person owning owning the one pool. I, I don't oh. even, I, you know, honestly, I don't even really want to be running the pool because, yeah. um, you know, I I feel a little bit bad about taking a percentage of, uh, you know, of of what people are mining. Um, you know, the the purpose of the foundation is not to make money off of the community. Um, right. So yeah, hope, hopefully some people will start running their own pools. I'm available if anybody wants to, um, you know, uh, sit on me with a, a, I'll do a screen share or a, a DM or whatever for two hours or as long as it takes to help anybody get and run a pool running. Happy to do that. Yeah, that would actually be a really good thing. I, I, I'm pretty sure Emma even commented that he was hoping we could get a group in a not necessarily a DM, but like a chat, kind of almost like a mock podcast where we're just talking about it. This is how you do it. And that way everybody can learn. It's kind of, mm -hmm. um, uh, what's a training exercise in, in a sense, which is recorded. So yeah. we can all, all learn how to make our own pool, our own pools to put up. I need, I, need, I need to make like a YouTube explainer video, but the problem is it's going to take like, it's going to take two or three hours. And I really want to focus on programming the, um, the NFTs right now, which, you know, we're just really focused on getting the NFTs done. So, um, so yeah, you know, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm torn between making the video and then having to support it versus just getting on with a couple people and like letting them oh, stand. Oh, no, 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 no problem at all. Like, if you do it with mm. me, I'll support it. Yeah. So this okay. is actually what my channel does. My, uh, Jake Chabarelli's, uh, just a bunch of referrals. It's, it's, I'm not trying to plug myself here, but, but here we go. Um, <laughs> it's all about, um, helping people understand. I've done a lot of things with, um, Docker. Mm. with Linux in general to try to teach other people how to do things that are not tech savvy at the level that I think they would be. And I've supported a thing that was called uh, Open Smartphone Test Forum for a long time, which I did not create. Mm -hmm. But because it was complicated to set up, I made a dumbed down version of a way of a tutorial for people to do. And mm. I love doing that. So if you want to train me, I'll train everyone else for you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that'd be totally cool. Yep. So, um, so the pools are going. I'm really happy about that because that's going to make more progress and expand Dynamo. Um, we've been on Safe Trade. How long have we been on Safe Trade now for an exchange? Mm, I don't know, seven or eight days, something like that. Yeah, basically about a week. Um, yep. But the other one that you were doing was the wrapped uh, WBMB. That was that was from the start, right? That's what a mm -hmm. month and a half now since yeah. since the coin pretty much started. Yep. Although we, and, we basically shut we basically shut that down. So that you know that was just a test. Just to, okay. to sort of gauge some investor sentiment and figure out a you know figure out a price price floor really more than anything else. 
because okay. I just I you know like my my vision was like it shouldn't be less than ten cents. That was kind of you know my overall feeling. Um, and of course, it went to I don't know seven or eight dollars. Um, exactly, it actually peaked out at almost ten. That was I mean, a little I bounced up there. I'm like, whoa, that's a little high. Yeah, <laughs> but but you know we're we're settling back into a range of one to three dollars or something like that, which I think is great. You know, I mean, it's way more than the ten cents I thought it was. So so yeah, that BEP twenty. Um, we have shut down. I think almost ninety five percent of those coins have all been exchanged for mainnet coins at this point. Um, okay. so, yep. Cool. All right. Well, um, you can't, I, I recall you saying in the earliest podcast that you can't talk about which exchange you're actually going to be getting on. You could say which ones you apply to, but you can't say which ones are in negotiations mm -hmm. with, cause you don't want this rush on like insider trading effectively. Um, at least that's my interpretation of it. So yeah. let's just say, how close are we to any larger exchange? Anything? So we're, we're, we're going to, we're going to, I mean, I'm, I'm going to, be open. We're going to focus on the top 10 at this point, right? So, okay. so there's a whole bunch of other exchanges that came out of the woodwork saying that, you know, they would give us, you know, listings for some exorbitant amounts of money, you know, 30 to $50,000. Um, the first one I thought was really cool. It was hot bit. Um, but then, you know, you start to dig deeper and you're like, Oh, wait a minute. Like all this volume is faked. It's, you know, they don't, they don't really, <laughs> It's it's all bot trading, right? It's it, there's yep. no there's no liquidity there. There's no volume, so we're we're just going to focus on the top ten. If you go to Coin Market Cap, look at the list of exchanges, top ten. That's what we're looking at. Um, so so those guys we're all going to just hit. Yeah. So we go to you can go to um, Coin Gecko and pretty much look at the top ten. Coin you know, Gecko. Like, uh, yeah, well, I mean, there there is a listing. They have, actually have a listing on CoinGecko for the top 10. So that's where, if anybody wants to check it out, go to CoinGecko and look at their top 10 listings for exchanges. But yeah, so you're, let's let's move on, since that's a great segue, to CoinGecko itself. And now we're actually saying that if you go to CoinGecko right now, you can actually see DynamoCoin on the listing, right? Yes, yes. Something's, something's okay. not right with the um, with the market cap. I don't know. They're... I had to create a, a custom API. That was the other thing I had to do. I spent a lot of time uh, creating the Wallet Explorer, um, which I would encourage um, you know anybody who's interested in understanding how um, like UTXO aggregation works. Um, that you know this this thing basically decodes all of the blockchain block by block, and then aggregates all the UTXOs into wallets to create like a list of wallet balances. Um, it's all um, in, in uh, C sharp code. So it's, you know, it's pretty easy to understand, but um, yeah, I think, I think, you know, if anybody's interested in the nuts and bolts of that, all the codes up there on GitHub, I posted it all to wallet Explorer. I had to spend a lot of time. Oh my gosh. They're doing a lot of fireworks here all of a sudden. Oh, was it fireworks? I thought there was thunder in the background. Oh, yeah, I don't know how today got to be fireworks. <laughs> there's a there's a country club right next door. I think they do something for the members. Um, so yeah, so so I had to spend a lot of time building that Wallet Explorer to support uh, the Coin Coin Market Cap and Coin Gecko applications. I maybe some problem with the API or something. I, I emailed them this morning. So the only thing that's not working there is the market cap. That's everything else is is good though. I have noticed that so depending upon the coins utilization, like I said, there's not a whole lot of people trading a coin. What what are we at? Two hundred thousand yet on Dynamo? Two two hundred and ten thousand coins, I think. Okay. 
Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, when you don't have a lot of trade going on, even if there are a couple of coins available, you know, everyone's just like, hold, hold, hodl, 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 hodl. So it's yep. like, oh, it's not much to trade because nobody <laughs> wants to give it up. Um, yeah. Yeah. But uh, the uh, uh, the exchanges, I know some of the lesser known coins, particularly stuff I was using on South Exchange and on Hotbit, were just not showing up. I was like, okay, uh, I have maybe a couple million of these, you know, crappy coins, uh, <laughs> but they're not showing up at any value, even though I know I can see it. Like, like I think it's, um, uh, was it Coin Paprika? That's another listing oh service. My yeah. And and they actually showed it, um, or whatever the coin was I was looking at. And I was like, Coin Paprika. Does anybody even look at Coin Paprika? Right. Um, but um, uh, they had it. And they have, I think I have a couple of the, the lesser known exchanges. Like I used, I think, alt markets for a long time because there were some mm -hmm. coins you just couldn't get them anywhere. Any, even Hotbit wouldn't host them. Wow. Um, and and I finally traded away all the coin I had and and, and <laughs> coin paprika actually showed it. And I was like, well, oh, I gosh. actually affected, I affected that market by trading <laughs> all those coins away. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, you don't really yeah, see you know, it on CoinGecko all the time. You know, I was I was looking today just at the depth of market uh, at the coin, and I and I try not to sit there and like hit refresh every fifteen seconds, right? Because I I need to be focused. <laughs> right? But um, but you know, I was just looking at the depth of market this afternoon, and lit literally like sixteen hundred dollars US would triple the price of the coin. You know, like if I if I bought sixteen hundred dollars in coins, it would go from you know two dollars to six dollars or five something. You know. So, so the yep. depth of market just isn't there yet. We don't we don't have enough people buying or selling. No, of course, that's going to no. change. You know, that's going to yes, change. It's changing as we speak, which is oh, the no. amazing thing. That's the thing that's so great about it. Actually, you're you're right. Someone out there's going to some whale out there is going to jump into the market and try to steal all the coins that are currently on the market, just to drive the price up because he he or she wants it to become more valuable. Yep. Um, and then we're just, Emma's going to like, oh, someone's buying. Okay, I'll sell. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Well, I think, and again, that's that's part of my master plan was get the mining community engaged up front because those are guys that need to cover operational expenses, and they're going to be they're going to be sellers, right? Stakers don't sell. You know, like they they're holding coins to get more. Right. It's almost like a Ponzi scheme. Miners, <laughs> they, they gotta. They got to pay electricity and they got to cover the cost of capital and rent if you have a warehouse and whatever else. Right. So exactly. it's a great it's a great ecosystem. So that's that's why I focused on it. But yeah, it's, to, it's not a lot of liquidity right now. We're, we're going to try to drive it that direction. But having been a uh, uh, um, <laughs> that's actually John just made a good point to me um, about staking since we're talking about it in, in a little bit of mining. Sure. Um, I know we talked about this in the very, very beginning, the first podcast, how you said that Dynamo is a staking slash working or proof of stake, proof of work coin. Yep. And I know, it's, but I think the point was, if I'm not wrong, to make the 51% attack concept nigh to impossible. Is that true? Yes. Okay. Yes. So you said if you have half or maybe not half, but a portion proof of stake and a portion proof of work, then if even if a person were to be able to get to the what would be equivalent of a 51% attack, it would so completely obliterate the value, it'd be absolutely pointless. And I know that's still true even in a 51% attack to some degree, but mm -hmm. it's even more true or more accurate in um, Dynamo because I think you said it was like 86% or 80 something percent where- You need you had... like theoretically, you need about 80 something percent of the hash power. So- why would you why would you do something to that coin 
just to destroy the value. Like, you know, it's just, it, oh, there's going to be, you know, this massive negative headline that it was attacked and then the coin's going to go to nothing because nobody's going to want it. So why, you know, why would you do that to your own investment? So yeah, that's the theory. Exactly. exactly. Mm -hmm. No, I mean, has it been proven perfectly? And I, I think that's the problem that, um, like his name's Michael Carter. It's the guy who does Bitsby trip. And I don't know if you know who he is. Oh yeah. Sure. Um, he, uh, he was talking about this when he was, he made his proposal on EIP for Ethereum, yeah. um, for the slow decline of the value that was given to miners and instead of the fast decline that like was proposed in EIP 1559, yeah. um, was, if we lost a lot of miners simultaneously, which was the expectation, some people just aren't going to leave. But if you lose a ton of people simultaneously that go over to something like Dynamo or go something like like uh, Raven, um, then you're going to have that that crash in value. I mean, ETH probably won't crash in value even a lot of miners left it, e even if it went before proof of stake happened. Um, right. But there's still that concern that if that happened and somebody could pick up 51%, and would that drop the price enough so that they could do the double spend? Mm -hmm. I don't. I don't think so. It's hard to say. ETH is too. It almost seems like ETH is too big to have that happen. I hate to too say big. Call it yeah. too big to fail, but <laughs> yeah, um, too big. Yeah. But it it might just be a little bit too big for any one group of people in the entire world to really, you know, over over overrun it. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. Unfortunately, Dynamo is a little bit small at the, at this point. And that might be possible, but if it doesn't, if it isn't worth a lot, then why bother? Right. Um, nobody's going to 51% us. They could for sure, but nobody's going to yeah. 51% us right now. Yeah. Exactly. There's no, there's no real, no real reason to do it. Even yeah. though there's plenty of coins out there that people are, are definitely own. I was, I was mining a coin not that long ago that uh, I think China owned 86% of in the mining. No, it's <laughs> and, and it was like, okay, uh, but I don't think they have any intention of double spending because it's, it's, it's not one pool owning it all. It's just a bunch of people in China owning most of the operations. Right. Um, right. They'd have to work together in order to make it, you know, fifty-one percent attack. Um, but um, anyways, the, the point I'm trying to get at with proof of stake is, um, it's a balancing act. And I guess I haven't asked, but how much is proof of stake in Dynamo Coin? Um, how, how much of it is proof of stake, or do we even know well, yet? No, not nothing yet. Right. We. Right, I want to. I want to get a whole bunch of wallets before we do that. Cause you know, like right now, I don't know, we have six or 700 wallets. So mm -hmm. the chance for centralization is huge. Right? right. So my thought was after about six months, which would give us about something like a million coins in circulation, um, you know, then, then we'd move to the hybrid uh, proof of work, proof of stake. The other, the other thing that proof of stake does that I think is really interesting is it creates um, economic tension between, you know, sellers and holders because, because now you have people that want to keep coins because they're getting a return on their investment, basically. Right. If I, if I put a hundred coins away, I'm going to get, you know, 6% or whatever, whatever, however the economics work out, uh, you know, return. So, um, so you have miners that want to sell and stakers that want to buy and it, and it creates a, a much more holistic ecosystem, I think, um, to have both stakers and miners um, on, on the security. So, so that's the other reason I want to do it. Yeah. Yeah. No, it, it's definitely, I, 
almost thinking about when Uniswap started and you know they, they dropped those huge airdrops right off the bat and people immediately mm -hmm. sold boom it all just mm -hmm. disappeared and the price dropped from I think it started out at like four or eight dollars somewhere in there down to like two buck fifty yeah. somewhere in there. But where yeah. is Uniswap now? Yep. <laughs> Quite a bit yep. higher than that. <laughs> yeah. So for those people who were planning on holding holding on forever, it was a brilliant idea to yep. just just keep staking, just keep staking. Mm -hmm. That's a mantra. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> so another question here is, is Dyne looking at tethering to a staple coin? And if so, which one? No, um, I don't think, I don't think, um, you know, being backed by anything. For, first of all, I, I think stable coins are a complete scam. I uh, <laughs> just, um, <laughs> I mean, think think about the think about the premise of a stablecoin. U.S. you know tether, right? Yep. It it is worth one dollar. Well, mm -hmm. then what's the utility? Why why would I buy a tether to buy a bitcoin? Why wouldn't I just buy a bitcoin? You know, there's <laughs> there's just the, the only people who want to buy these stablecoins are people who have a need to turn dollars into crypto to hide something. So I, I do not understand the utility of of these things at all. Um, but no, I that's mean, there, there would point. be. Say again? No. That's a very good point. I was thinking about that because it's like when the market crashes, where does a coin go? It goes into stable coins and then it yeah. goes back into fiat. And it's because people are scared, the FOMO and all. Um, mm -hmm. But uh, or the FUD, I guess it's the other direction. Mm. But yeah, you're making a good point. It's like if you really truly believe in the purpose of Dynamo, which I certainly do, um, then why would I need a stablecoin? Yeah, but it's almost like from the standpoint of saying stablecoins exist because of people's fear. Yeah, but so. but 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 it's un it's unfound you know it's unfounded safety because stablecoins are not backed by dollars, right? Uh, they, they're, well, it depends on which stablecoin you're talking about. But one, the I think USDC on on Coinbase is actually backed by. Oh, dollars. okay. Well, USDC maybe. Yeah, yeah. That's actually. But the, but again, then why you know like. Why would you? Why would you prefer a crypto over an actual dollar? Like, what's? I I can't understand. I would never invest in a stable coin. I have no idea what the utility of that coin is. So I don't know. Well, there was. I it, it, it honestly. I mean, I think blockchain John might actually, might actually be able to put it. I know he has some. I don't have a lot personally, but um, <laughs> the one the one thing I I have looked at is that you can earn a pretty high interest because of the utility of a stable coin. You uh, stable coins in particular because they're constantly be trading choose something that is flat on a regular basis. Uh, right? If you want a, a conscious idea of not the US dollar necessarily, but something that just always stays flat, that stays stable per the name, yeah. um, then it it gives a person that sense of what the value of a thing is because the stable yeah. coin won't change by much. It might go up, you know, uh, 3% yeah. at the most, right. um, or maybe use it 0.3%. It doesn't go up very much because it has right, to stay right, stable, right. obviously. But um, I think, how do I put this exactly? It's 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 a, a catering to, and I, I still believe it's people's fear, but it's a catering yeah. to the ideal that people understand. I mm -hmm. mean, how many times do you say, well, I, I know um, Mike will say this um, from our, you know from podcast here. He's like, he'll quote, he'll talk about things in the value of set of satoshis and not in the value of dollars. Uh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. What's yeah. this worth in satoshis? Well, satoshis change in value all the time by comparison to U.S. dollars because Bitcoin's never staying stable, even though it's more stable than most. Right. Um, but you know, like, so if you can think in satoshis, which anyone who's been in crypto for a while certainly can. Sure. Um, 
maybe that maybe the people could think in over oh, the value of Bitcoin, but nobody, in my honest opinion, thinks in the value of Bitcoin outside of U.S. dollars. Right. Do you just think Bitcoin by itself? Oh, still there? Sorry. Yeah, sorry. Okay. Hold on one second. I was trying to get away from these fireworks, but it didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're doing the finale. Sorry about that. Yeah. You and your dog are probably trying to do the same thing, right? Um, <laughs> yeah, the dog outside. <laughs> Uh, anyways, yeah. So the 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 end goal being, uh, or the end, the end concept being, uh, yeah. do people think in the in terms of, of the value of Bitcoin as the de facto? No, most people don't. They still think in the, in right. the value of either their local currency or U.S. dollars. It's still dollars. That's right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. It's hard to think in Bitcoin. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, we know we have a lot of people joining the server as of late, the Dynamo server. In fact, even uh, C3 Media has gotten a lot of new members, as we can see from our chat room here. Um, quite a few people involved. We've got, what, cool. almost 10 people in here? Um, or is it 10 people? It is 10 people. Oh, there's the finale. There's the finale. Okay. Right. <laughs> um, let's see here. I think we got another question coming in. Oh, people are interested in uh, if you have anything you want to share, John, uh, anything you, you've been developing on uh, Dynamo lately. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm full bore on, on NFTs. Um, you know, that's that's really and, and the ease of use. Right. So we, we want to make we want to make NFTs super easy for anyone to to be able to get into uh, on Dynamo. So, you know, um, I think one of the you know, one of the things that I've been struggling with is you know, creating true peer-to-peer -peer marketplaces, right? So we're, we're focusing on gig economy solutions and disintermediating, you know, some of these companies that are, that are sort of claiming to be peer-to-peer, -peer, but really profiting from, from, from being in between. Um, and one of the things that I'm coming to realize, we've actually had several conversations on our steering committee meetings about um, the ride hailing, right? So that's one of the, one of the things that we're first focused on is, how do we, you know, how do we allow drivers and riders uh, to meet um, on the blockchain in a decentralized way, um, and, and in a legal way too, right? Um, and one of the things I'm coming to realize, and and actually Vincent and I had a, a very long conversation about this as well, is the need for a decentralized, um, I'll call it web server. I'm not sure if that's exactly the right term, but you know, I, I need to be able to pull up something on my phone, probably in a browser that says, you know, I'm, I'm at, I'm at 42nd and 7th and, you know, I need to go to, to park in 30th. Um, are there any, are there any cars in my area that can take me there? Um, and so, you know, so how do I do that in a, in a consensus environment, right? That's, that's the thing. Cause most of those things require a web server um, and a web server essentialization because there's DNS and right all those other things and and you know lives on a lives on a server by by definition. How can the blockchain be a web server? So that's you know that's one of the things that's sort of next in 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 my in my queue of trying to trying to figure out um, is decentralizing a web server so that um, so we can have true peer to peer no intermediary 
no centralization services. Isn't that something that's already done with the, uh, what's it called, John? Uh, we, we're trying to build our, our own, the C3 Media website on a, on that kind of survey. I cannot think of what it's called. Hmm. It's the crypto domains that uh, you can actually get a, a, a top level domain. Mm -hmm. um, uh, what is it? Uh, un, un, unchained? Was it? Unchained, is it? Is I that think what it's, it's called? Unchained or uh, something like that. I forgot. I got to look it up real quick. Mm. But, yeah, so, yeah, they, so I think the, the 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 thing is what you know what what I've found so far is yeah you can host a lot of static content right like you you can put um, a, a homepage with images and whatever else but as soon as you want somebody to create a profile or save a setting or you know interact with a session right as soon as I need to run PHP code in a distributed consensus fashion, I have not been able to find that. Maybe somebody's working on it already. That would be super cool. But but I have not been able to find that. So that's that's what's sort of in my mind is how do we, you know, if I want to do a decentralized ride hailing app, I got to be able to allow anybody to connect to the blockchain, any node, right? So if I pull it up on my phone, I'm talking to a server in Latvia. It doesn't really matter, right? And I can book that ride and every other server already becomes aware of it, right? I don't know. Maybe that's good. Yeah, yeah no, that's a good point. That, that's something that we've got a lot of people in here. Maybe maybe these people can help us figure that out. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. Oh, Unstoppable Domains. Yeah, John John finally found it. it was, uh, oh, yeah. But you're right. It is. Go ahead. Well, I was going to say, I think that's domain name service, right? Just static yes. content. Yes. Yeah. 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 You're right. It is static content. But you're right about the uh, um, active content in, <laughs> in a decentralized manner is probably a new technology we have to develop. I think I think you can do it if you look if you if you web enable full nodes and you create a consensus mechanism so that somebody says I need to access this page and then that gets passed around the network and the consensus agrees that that page is that page I think you can do it you need a virtual machine for sure um, I don't know I, you know it's, it's something I got to sleep on for another couple of weeks and figure out oh, no, it, it's it's yeah. a fascinating idea I'm I'm really interested in definitely not a developer but it's the concept therein yeah be really interesting to see it happen mm -hmm. <laughs> more active in, interactive node functionality that's kind of on the fly as needed and not centralized yeah right how do you how do you how do you log into nothing right like that's a exactly pretty cool, exactly pretty cool concept so that's what I've been yeah. that's what I've been noodling around with and so I have this little I have this little sketchbook and I just draw pictures in it and try to Try to noodle with stuff. So I got several pages on that already. So we'll see. One thing I can think of it, I was doing database development uh, 10 years ago, and we were dumping <clears throat> about a million points of data per day into the database. And mm. of course, by the time we got to any any sizable amount of data on this, you know, PHP, um, uh, PHP input, but it was, you know, uh, MySQL, uh, MySQL, I think it was, um, Oh, what's the other one? Postgres. We're using Postgres, mm -hmm. um, and we were dumping just millions and millions of points of data, you know, every day, and uh, and we, we did something like five billion points of data, you know, individual uh, strings mm -hmm. and all kinds of different types of data types, and the guy, the head of the of the project, was just like, okay, 
uh, we need a bigger server. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, you know what? This is what I think of when I think of IPFS. I think mm -hmm. something like IPFS would allow this, but, but is there a processor equivalent? You know, something that's doing data processing, not just data storage mm -hmm. um, on the blockchain. I don't know. Maybe yeah. there is. That's kind of like world computer, right? That's that's what those guys are, are trying to create, I think. I don't know what, what level of success, but some, something like that, yeah. Yeah, John, you said you had a question? Or is that someone else who has a question? Yeah, actually, I wanted to talk on uh, NFTs really quick, if you can give me a moment. Sure. So, right so I have an idea, Sean, and I was talking to uh, some of the guys here uh, in uh, C3. So, you know, I, I added a few bots in, in my server in C3 Media, and I noticed that people actually really like those uh, those bots. There's some of them that are really cool. And one of them actually um, allows you to rank up when you're being proactive in the community, in the server, starting conversations, asking questions, just staying active. And the idea behind that was just to try to keep the community more close, more bonded, instead of just having people just, just being a ghost, you know, just being a, mm. a phantom. That's the one thing I don't like about other communities where people just they they just join the server but they're not proactive they're not active in the community so i'm like okay mm. let me try to think about this let me try to find something that's gonna try to help the community stay you know more united make 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 them more uh active so i got this bot on there right so mm -hmm. as, as they continue with their conversations in the c3 uh, media server they're earning uh tokens you know, participation tokens, they're earning a higher rank, which is pretty, which is pretty cool for the, for the community, because I mean, uh, who, who's number one? It's, uh, I think it was, uh, pun, right? Puns number one. And I think, uh, <laughs> Davis is number two and I think I'm number three right now. So they're, they're, they're proactive. And what the idea I pitched was I can actually develop a market within discord, right? So with those tokens that they're earning, they can actually purchase items from the Discord market. Once I open mm. that up, right now it's locked. It's locked. I don't have it open. But there's going to be images, which I've already sketched up. Those images, if you purchase them with those C3 tokens, you can buy those images on the Discord market. Then you give, them, you give those images back to me, which I will reissue back as an NFT created off a of Dynamo coin. Mm. A real unique NFT. That's an awesome way to get the community, you know, uh, active, give them an yeah. incentive to staying, staying within the community. I think it's an amazing thing. G gamify, in, you know, uh, uh, interactions. Yeah. And that's yeah. what, that's what yeah. I want because the biggest thing that I, I don't like is just pe just seeing all these people just, they're, 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 they're part of the server, but they're not doing anything with the community. So to right. see, to, so to see the community actually being proactive and enjoying it. And I actually uh, added another bot which is a game and some of the community are so addicted to that game now that they're on it. Like they're on it. They're, they're crazy about that game. It's pretty cool. So yeah. even though they're playing the game, they're still being proactive in the server. They're earning a higher rank. They're earning more coins. They're working. And those coins in turn buy those, uh, buy items off the market. Then in turn mm -hmm. can, can receive unique assets of a dynamo coin. That's, mm -hmm. that's something, mm -hmm. Sean, you got to get the NFT created now. Cause I yeah. know I know that this community is going to come out to me and start start attacking me if they don't get the NFTs. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. I think I think you know gamifying, really anything you know because it, 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 humans are 
are creatures of efficiency, right? We, when you, if you think about, and, and in particular with, with MMOs, right? I'm, I'm a big uh, MMO guy. Um, I actually, in my, my first MMO that I wrote, which was like 20 years ago, I hired this guy uh, from Berkeley who was like a psychologist. And he was a, a psychologist on like addiction to games and how, you know, how you make games addictive. And he said, the one thing is you want people to um, feel like they're being efficient. You know, the, the, the quickest way to do something. It's, it's so funny. So, yeah, so, so you know, like people, people want to level up, right, whatever that means, gain experience points, get the next, the next item or the next more efficient, uh, you know, sword that has more damage or whatever, like all those kind of things. So, yeah, you know, game, gamifying anything is, is great. I, lo- I love all those kinds of ideas. Awesome. All right, Jake, I guess back to you. Couldn't, couldn't agree with you more on that one, Sean. Gamify was actually one of the things that I did in, in one of the businesses I built. Didn't mm-hmm. go anywhere, but gamification is honestly key to almost half the business that I've tried building. Um, getting yeah. people to, to compete with each other and to level up uh, just gives them purpose. Yep. yep. It's, it's, it, the, it's, it's, a psycho- it's, it's a psychology of how humans think, how, you know, how people tick. They're, we're competitive. We're, we're competitive about efficiency. That was yes. that was the whole output of this report that this guy wrote me. And it's so true. If you look at, you know, you can look at Warcraft, you look at Skyrim, you can look at any one of these things. You know, why why do we why do why do we gain pleasure by sitting at the arcane crafting table, <laughs> sacrificing daggers to upgrade our enchantment thirty seven times in a row? Because it's progress. You know, we just we want to have progress towards efficiency. So, yep. It's, uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I completely agree with you on that. So, yeah. um, another question here. Let's see. Has there been more people added to work on the back end of Dynamo? Any new developers lately? No. So I still have uh, I still have the two guys, Ed and Martin. Um, and and actually, you know, part of what uh, we had a long conversation with a couple of crypto attorneys, um, and we're actually um, I think uh, my you know my my partner Keith uh, reached out to them today to schedule a callback. Um, he's going on vacation next week for, for, uh, for 10 days, going to the Maldives actually. I'm very, oh, wow. <laughs> jealous. That's, yeah. Yes. That's amazing. Yeah. He needs, he needs some time off, but, um, but yeah, he'll be back, uh, the third week of July. And at that point we're going to, I think we're going to try to get some kind of retainer agreement with these guys. One of the things that they said was that, um, you know, we want to avoid centralization. So my company hiring all these developers, and you know, working on this thing is is basically bad, right? Because that's all centralization, which leads you towards being a security, which then you know we can violate some securities laws and blah blah blah. I don't think we're there yet, but um, but we really need to start getting some community involvement, um, and we need to start getting community involvement through incentivization, right? So we can offer uh, bug bounties or you know other kinds of rewards. Hopefully in currency, um, but you know we can also pay money for it. But again, that you know then that gets kind of like more to a contractor relationship. You have to be careful. Um, obviously, community involvement for free is the best, right? Um, kind of for everybody from a decentralization standpoint. But reality is people can't work for free, so we got to figure out some way around that. But yeah, we got it. We got to start beefing up the team because there's a lot of things on our plate. Um, I am doing this full time, but there's only so many hours in the day. Um, and I'm getting, you know, and frankly, you know, just like doing these, right. I'm getting pulled in a lot of directions now, um, to do 
a lot of this speaking and to, to build up the hours and to apply to the exchanges and all those other kind of things. So, um, yeah, we, we definitely need some help. So, uh, you know, I'd appeal to anybody that's out there. If you, if you're a blockchain developer, um, definitely hit me up. We're, we're looking for people for sure. That's a good point. I was going to say that uh, I've watched some YouTube, random YouTube video recently. I think it was major like MSNBC or something talking about uh, <clears throat> blockchain jobs. Mm. Uh, some some company out there was saying that pretty much anybody is looking to hire a blockchain engineer or developer. And I was blown away by how much they were willing to offer was something. That they said that the minimum amount of money that they were looking to hire people at was 100000 a year. And I said, I, typically it was somewhere between two hundred and two hundred fifty thousand dollars a year, and I was like, "Whoa, I'm in the wrong business." Yeah, um, <laughs> I can't up, believe up people board. are willing to pay that much for a blockchain yeah. engineer. I I get I get hit up on Upwork for like a couple hundred bucks an hour all the time. Like that's yeah, yep. You yep. You, you, yep. you could do. I would say more like four to five hundred thousand is probably what the, you know for for somebody who knows how to build their own coin and understands the wallet and the encryption and stuff like that yeah it's it's half a million dollars so yeah, yeah. so mm -hmm. uh, let's see we got another question uh can, can the community create their own pool or does uh, dynamo need a hard fork uh their own pool, think that, pool server uh, I, I that would be kind of weird i, I don't know if I don't know what that question implies yeah, i don't know who, who sure. asked it but uh yeah, yeah. maybe that I maybe mean, john can you clarify John, you still there? Or, I don't know who asked the question. I'm not on a live stream, so. Uh, okay, yeah. Commu I mean, look, communities can, uh, you know, anyone in the community can start a mining pool. Um, the, the source code is there. If you want to hit me up on Discord, I'm happy to, to walk anybody through it. Like you said, you and I will go through it, and you can make an explainer video. Um, yep. Yep. Yeah, but um, uh, uh, I, I, I don't think there's there's no there's no need for a hard fork with um, with creating a pool. Um, no, no, there's not. I agree with that. Uh, yeah. But yeah, the, you know, the community itself can, I guess anybody can. Like I said, once we make the video and I can train other people to do it, I'll have a video up on my channel that anybody can watch. Believe you me, I will do it as simply as possible. If, if it's yeah. more complicated through Sean, like, like if people need more explanation, I have no problem with answering people's questions because like I said, I've done this, a lot of my channel is dedicated to helping people understand mm. crypto and understand different aspects of things that are relatively complicated. Like I said, I've taken some really complicated Linux concepts and broken them down to very, very, very basic because I know not everyone has even my level of Linux comprehension. Mm. So it's yeah, like, cool. hey, I've been doing this for years, literally almost 20 years where I've been teaching like computer classes mm. to novices. I have no problem. I've, I wouldn't say I have infinite patience, but I have a lot of it. <laughs> so, yep. Um, yep. yeah, at some point we will definitely be able to, to dump more of this information, not only into the Dynamo uh, uh, Discord server, but into uh, C3 Media's uh, Dynamo dedicated uh, channels so that people can get the help they need to, to learn that. I mean, even if they don't want to own their own pool, um, maybe they don't have the server capability to do that. They want to spin up a virtual machine or something, but or don't yeah. even know how to spin up a virtual machine. But uh, <laughs> nevertheless, it's uh, it it isn't super complicated, and I'm very happy to help. Yeah. So, another, cool. I don't know if the community has any more questions, but uh, the only other thing I think I was trying to mention earlier before we got to the questions, which is so grateful that we had all these great questions. Thanks, John, for scouring and pulling those out of the uh, chat. 
but uh, was just how how do you feel? What's your feeling right now for the Dynamo server uh, disco Discord channel and just a foundation in general? How do you feel that this is? Is this more than you were expecting, or is this exactly what you're expecting, or is it just? How do you feel about it? Um, yeah, I mean, way way more uh, than I expected uh, in terms of the you know the mining engagement for sure. Um, you know, I I thought that I was going to be the only person mining this for months, right? Like that was that was kind of part of I wouldn't call it the business plan, but kind of part of the initial design was uh, you know that that we that the foundation would accumulate. Uh, you know, a few hundred thousand coins to, you know, to finance uh, uh, operations and, and have bounties and stuff like that. And of course, I only got to about maybe 25,000 or something like that before, uh, before everybody came in. Um, so yeah, so the engagement from from the mining community was was really uh, just overwhelming. Um, I think, you know, I think the rest of it is, is, you know, super organic. And, and I love, you know, I love the fact that we have over 100 uh, Discord uh, uh, members, and that we have a frankly an active community. Um, you know, I I, I do I've been uh, sort of uh, I don't know narcissistically following some of these other uh, shit coins that I you know that I pick up every now and then off of crypto moonshots off of Reddit or something, and I'll go hop on their Telegram, and they have you know like fifty eight hundred people in the Telegram, and they have about ten posts a day. You know, it's it's like the engagement is so low. You know, there's a lot of engagement in our server after literally four or five weeks, right? So, um, so I, I, th I think I'm, you know, I'm very, very happy and encouraged by the amount of engagement that there is. Um, yeah. So, so yeah. I, overall, I, would, I think it's, I think it's going really well. Yeah. And, honestly, and, not trying to call John out here at the same time, but honestly, I think a lot of the engagement has to do with with blockchain. John here, mm -hmm. um, he's, I'm sure he's just like turning red, but. <laughs> um, I, uh, it, it's pretty clear. I mean, he got in, he was the first real miner on, you know, doing solo mining. They kind of got the rest of us involved. The rest of the, the, the people who are re relatively actively involved were previously relatively active, like mm. my, myself, um, and pulled us in. And then of course I told a bunch of people like Daskooch, who's obviously, like you said, owning the pool right now. Um, <laughs> but, um, uh, I, I'm, I'm not trying to toot my own horn here, but I, I do. I don't have a huge following, obviously not even a thousand subs on my channel, but, yeah. um, but, uh, it is something I'm enthusiastic about. Like I said, my whole channel, almost my entire channel is dedicated to crypto. And when mm -hmm. I see a good thing, it's kind of hard to pass it up and it's kind of hard to stop talking about it. Yeah. And I definitely see that with John's involvement in you know, bringing the bots onto, um, onto C3 media, but just in general, you know, when you see a good thing, it's hard not to talk about it. And I've been through enough bad examples, I'm not saying even the most popular ones like Bitcoin and Ethereum are necessarily bad examples. They were right. the first. So right. you're going to have failures, you're going to have issues, you're going to have troubles. And if you can't get past those, someone else is going to come and take your glory, which is exactly what Dynamo is going to do and is already sort of doing mm -hmm. to Ravencoin. I hate to put Ravencoin down. Not, I don't hate Ravencoin. It's got its purpose. Um but uh, if if they don't change with the times, they're going to get left in the dust. Yeah, I I really I really really tried um, with that community, and and I'm you know I'm not putting anybody down as well. Um, it just is what it is, you know. It's it's just very centralized, and you know I was pretty vocal there, and and I said you know you guys have something, 
Um, but you got it. You got to start innovating, and they, they just didn't want to give up the keys. So yeah, it's it's a little unfortunate, but it is what it is. I don't know. I think too. You know, the other point I want to make is when when I first went into this, I thought about you know the technology is cool, and there's lots of neat things you can do, but just like almost everything else in life, it, it's about the people, right? It's a, it's about the message and the tone and the tenor of what you're doing. And I, I tried, it wasn't just Raven. I tried hard to get into like seven or eight other projects uh, and just, you know, a lot of toxicity all over the place. Very, you know, I was very disappointed. So, so when I, when I came to this, I was like, you see it right on the front page of the website, crypto for people, right? This is for everybody. Everyone is welcome. Nobody's going to shit post. Nobody's going to, you know, like, like say anything bad. Every idea is welcome. Um, and anyone can contribute, right? That was, that was it. So I, I wanted to make this open and fun, like not, like not this big social agenda or anything else. This is about making cool technology and having fun and meeting a lot of nice, intelligent people. You know, I think that's, that was, that's the whole core of it. So it's really about the people more than anything else. You know? so. yeah, no, I, I completely agree with you. I was th thinking that one of my favorite companies, which is now a long ways from where it started, I, I was a huge, and just still, still to some degree am a fan mm. of Google, at least the mm. ideals of Google. Mm. Um, I was involved with it in the very early days um, and I did work for them for a short time. And they're definitely not what they were. Um, but the motto that the two, that uh, Larry and Sergey originally came up with was the "Don't be evil" motto, <laughs> which I thought would would last indefinitely throughout the entirety of the company. You know, if Google existed for a hundred years, they'd still have that motto. Yeah. Um, but they took it away in 2018, and at that point, I knew that somebody had gotten in there and mm -hmm. changed the 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 core of the company to say, well we need to do evil sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> now, I'm sure no one actually vocally said that aloud, maybe in yeah. an email somewhere, but, um, yeah. but saying don't be evil is important. You yeah. don't want to do the things that, you know, you don't want it to get out of hand. You don't want it yeah. to eventually become Ethereum um, yeah. or something else of that sort. And so I, I keep looking at this going, I'm sure someone will try to overturn this apple cart. Mm -hmm. Not right now. We're all too enthusiastic. But yeah. we need to keep our wits about us so that we don't let it go there at some point in the future. And to say that up front here at the very mm -hmm. beginning of Dynamo, I think it's important. I think I, I think I'd said this to, to the guys at C3 Media. I said, we need that motto to come back. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, and, and building that into the chain so that it can't happen, right? That, yes. that, that voting of what you're going to do with the coin is up to the holders of the coins, you know? Yeah. That's that's so important. So so not not having this central authority, not having the Ethereum Foundation, not having consensus, right? Like all these kind of guys that just hire a bunch of people and work on it, right? Having it be part of the community, being governed by the community is so important. We want to do it in a legal way, which there is a little bit of we got we got to figure out some of the some some sophisticated ways to do that. Um, the attorneys brought up a couple issues about that too, but. But, you know, again, once once I step back, which is hopefully, you know, within the next 12 to 18 months or so, and this thing runs itself, then, you know, then hopefully it's completely decentralized and nobody can put a finger on anybody. That's that's my hope. So. 
Yeah, I would, I would yeah. hope so. I just want to make a comment here. Um, as we always do, John is encouraging people. Uh, first one to leave their Dynamo address on the mm -hmm. YouTube channel. Uh, John will be giving uh, well, mine to their address. <laughs> yeah, first one, first one. Come on, let's get it going. Let's get it going. Dynamo, Dynamo, where are you guys at? Like, got, like Jake said. Like easier Jake, to create. Yeah, yeah. Like Jake said, leave your address in the YouTube channel. I will, I'm watching it right now, live stream. If you leave it right now, I will copy and paste it and start mining in your wallet right now. Come on, this is free. I'm not, I'm not yeah. getting anything. I'm doing this for you guys. It's for the community, right? That's what it's all about, yep. for the community. So, mm -hmm. Jake. Back to you. You're promoting, yeah, promoting the community. Thank you, John. So um, I, we're, we're getting close to the end of this. Uh, it's been almost an hour, and we'll try to keep it under hour if, if all possible. Uh, I really appreciate having you talk again on the on the on the show here, um, Sean. It's yeah, always great. You always have a really great engagement. You're fun to talk with, um, <laughs> and you, you really know what you're talking about, which is amazing to hear somebody who knows so clearly what they're what the the concept, the idea, and then how to implement. Mm -hmm. And so I really appreciate um, that you were on again. And I'm looking forward to the next few shows we're going to be doing because we get even more content and more content and more content. And hopefully, yeah. I'm 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 gonna. I'm, John, John knows me for this because I, I always talk about my, my, my uh, uh, false step, my faux pas that I made back in November on his on, on, on this podcast. I said, oh, um, Bitcoin will never go above 25,000. <laughs> and what did it just do? Not, you know, a couple of weeks later, yeah. Yeah. it made me wear, wear the egg on my face. Um, <laughs> I will make a, a prediction here now oh, no. uh, about <laughs> Dynamo because I want to be wrong. Yeah. <laughs> You know, uh, you'll never need more than 640k of RAM, right? Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to say, uh, not, not about the price. I'm going to talk about the community. I'm going to say this community is gonna, going to breach 10,000 people. Mm, and wow. I want to be proved wrong when it reaches 50,000. So, mm -hmm. um, so everybody, go get your friends. Bring them into uh, Dynamo, all those people who are in chat right now. Go get more people and get more people involved in Dynamo so that we can expand this community and start rivaling Ravencoin, um, not just being better than it. Uh, so we can continue this amazing Dynamo, <laughs> great word, right? <laughs> right, Sean? <laughs> um, this dynamic Dynamo uh, experience. So yeah. I, I wanna thank you for being on the show again. And thank you, man. everyone that's well. been in the chat. And John, did somebody drop it? I'm not looking at the live stream. Uh, no, nothing yet, man. Nothing yet. I mean, uh, come on, no come on. I'm waiting for you guys. I'm, I'm waiting for you guys to drop you guys' address. This this is not getting easier. We're now at 17.6 mega hashes, all right? We're no longer in the kilo hashes. We're in the <laughs> mega hashes. Soon to be up in the giga hashes. We're 210,500 blocks in, and it's only been a little over a month. One month and 15 days. This is insane. Mm -hmm. Leave your Dynamo address. Yep. Free Dynamo. Okay, well, it, assuming someone does that, and I hope they do, uh, thank you all for coming in and asking your questions. Thank you, Sean, for being here. Thank and you. As John always says, 